0: The market can go in three different ways only. It can go in a trend direction. It can go in a reversal or it can consolidate. Would you agree? A thousand percent. Okay. Here's the problem. On what days does the market trend almost only? On what days do the market actually only typically reverse? What? time of day, because it has a weekly pattern, and it also has a daily pattern. So that means that if you teach me your strategy, and it's a trend trading strategy, but the market itself is trying to reverse, no wonder the strategy didn't work wasn't that the strategy or the indicators was wrong it was that i was using the right thing at the what
1: wrong time <laughs> come on jesus this let's is stuff. go super ease forex baby uncle p is in the building keep going let's go come on. Come what's going on ladies and gentlemen it's your boy calvin the new trader forex beginner podcast we are here today and uh we got a special guest this guest today is probably the uncle of so many different forex traders all across the land all across the world, but he's here today. he believes that Forex is super easy. You may be catching my drift already, but today's guest is no other than the one and only Uncle P the uncle that I have yet to meet that I just met for the first time Uncle P what's happening? Welcome to the show how you feeling Hey, what's up family what's happening what's happening? all is well it's good to see that shining big smiley face that full of joy and energy in person for the first time you know i always be looking at those videos you be posting uh just talking about the market letting us know that man listen stop making it hard on yourself it ain't that hard y'all yep. <laughs> so it's good yep. to get that energy in person listen for those that don't know who is uncle p and how in the world did you get involved with forex
0: Uh, Interesting story. Um, A lot of people don't know my history. So I really never even thought about Forex. Uh, I used to own a restaurant, used to run a restaurant, I used to own my own daycare, uh, did many different entrepreneurial endeavors. The biggest and best one was my real estate investments. Um, I actually went to school for real estate and had obtained a real estate license in two different states but I never sold one single property to a client. The only reason I got my real estate license is because as an investor, i always wanted to know what happens behind the scenes with these real estate agents who I may have to work with to find properties for me as an investor. So if I don't know what they're doing, I could be taken advantage of. So I obtained two licenses in two different states where I was doing investing in, and that's where I actually started uh doing very very well um moving forward in the story um i went through what i call a job experience and for those who read the bible they know what who job is um i went through a job experience to where I, my network was 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 worth several millions of dollars and then i end up losing everything everything i built and I remember just trying to find a way to get back on my feet and so therefore a friend of mine school was a next door neighbor taught me how to trade in the stock market um, and then I had learned a bit about that how to trade options and then move forward he taught me uh, I started learning about binary options and I started learning how to do binary options and then it naturally progressed into forex. Um, during this forex period there were years and i want to be very clear on this there were several years where i was studying the market makers method and all these different things and didn't make a dime i struggled uh, and the key is the reason why i struggled and i want to be very clear with your audience one of the biggest reasons why the retail trader struggles while those who work on wall street and other places do not it's because if you were to go and work on Wall Street, you can't just walk in from the street, do a little five-minute YouTube video, and then say, I'm going to work for Wall Street. No, you have to get educated. And so the biggest part of this game was that I was trying to succeed in this space to get back on my feet, but the problem was I wasn't getting good education. I was doing like many others, just watching YouTube videos, trying out this little this little strategy I saw, and then I failed at this. And that happened for many years. I went under a mentor, and uh, he did very well at teaching. I just wasn't grasping it, which is point number two. For many of you guys out there, I'll never forget, he said, when you see it, you can't unsee it. And what he meant was, don't worry about when, just be consistent, because one day you're going to see it, and it's going to click. And I remember being in the trade group, with everybody else who seemed to have gotten it, except for me. And I know that many of your listeners may suffer from that. It seems like everybody's doing well, except for me. And so my wife, she had told me a statement years ago, and I still find it to be wise and true. I'm not sure where she got the information from, but I think it's very wise. She said, comparing yourself to others is the thief of joy. I will repeat that. Comparing yourself to others is the thief of joy. You have to run your own race. And when you get it, you're going to get it. So some people may understand forks in a day. Some may learn it in a week. Some may learn it in a month. And people like me, it took me several years. And, what part, and to shorten that journey, the biggest thing you need is somebody who is a mentor who's willing to teach you what you don't know. And so when I was learning and learning and learning, I was getting frustrated. When I finally started getting a little grasp on how the markets were working, I learned, brother, that one of the reasons why it took me so long to learn it is because everybody doesn't see the charts the same way. Would you agree that people, there's tons of people who wear glasses, but do you believe that everybody wears the same exact prescription? Absolutely not. Okay. That's the same way with the markets. The markets move so many different ways until some people can see it this way, but you could be looking at the same exact charts and not see it the same way that the next person next to you did. And so as a result of the years of trading without making a dime, and let me say, when I say years, I never took a day off. Never. Never. And when I say that, the forex market closes at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, and it reopens at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, okay? Mentally, I never took off, because even on the weekends, I was still on the charts, marking up charts, trying to figure this thing out, figure this thing out. I tell people in my group, they know my wife, they respect my wife, Um, I love her so dearly because, because, Truth be told, when I was going through my journey, brother. I was trying so hard to learn this. Until I was an absentee husband. Oh,
1: my goodness. Go ahead, man. Okay. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead.
0: See, this, this, this. And like I tell my students and those who tune into to me, I tell the things that you normally will never hear anywhere else because most people talk about their success. I talk about the struggle of my journey to get here. This is why I can care less about anybody who has anything bad to say about me, because once you make it to a certain height, then you have all these people coming out the closet wanting to say, oh, yeah, he's this, this, this. You have no idea what my journey was like. You have no idea what my sacrifices were like. You have no idea. Mm. You have no idea. And you don't know the price I paid to be where I am. So you're coming in like Bishop T.D. Jake said about him. He said people come in at the end of your story and come out talking like they knew you the whole time. Mm. But they never paid attention to what it cost you to be who you are and where you are. And so in this journey, my wife paid a dear cost. Let me explain. Please. I was so dedicated to trying to do this craft called trading until we would be on dates. And I'm with her but I'm not Mm. physically. I'm there, but my mind was on the charts. So in other words, my wife became the concubine or the side chick and the markets became my main piece or my wife They swap places. Does this make sense to you so far?
1: I was there. Please keep going. I was there. See, this is the stuff that doesn't get talked about.
0: And I teach my students to be careful who you marry, because if you have an entrepreneurial mind, but you're married to a person who needs a nine to five check coming in, you are going to have to have a very deep conversation. And I teach my students how to work around that so that you're not breaking up relationships over this sports thing because it can take over your life, because if you're struggling and you're trying to get it and the bug bites you and you can't shake it loose, it can become your addiction. I call it market addiction. So if y'all hashtag Uncle Pete, market addiction. Market addiction means that you're so addicted to trying to figure out how this thing works. It intrigues you so much. You're losing. You can't stand it, but you can't get away from it. So you are no different from any other drug addict out there. You are no different from any other gambling addict out there because you are addicted to it. So even when the market is closed, your mind is still thinking about it, even though it's not thinking about you.
1: What's up traders? It's your boy Calvin the new trader. Sorry for interrupting today's podcast episode, but did you know that one of the reasons that traders like you and I fail our prop firm challenges is simply because we violate our daily drawdown? And more specifically than that, a lot of times we violate our daily drawdown not even knowing that We're breaching the account. We just get these emails and we get notified and we're like, oh man, how did I do that? I didn't know that I was near my daily drawdown. But there is a solution to this problem. And when you're looking to get funded, you want to rock with a prop firm that is making the journey easier for you. And one prop firm that is doing that is Blue Guardian. Now, Blue Guardian has this tool called the Guardian Protector. And what the Guardian Protector does is it allows you to place a limit right before your daily drawdown so that regardless of if you know where you are, or if you don't know where you are, or if you forget to set a stop loss, that guardian protector will take you out of a trade before you violate your daily drawdown on your account, which ultimately allows you to live to trade another day and have another shot at actually becoming a funded trader. Also, Blue Guardian has no restrictions on their trading, you don't have to set a stop loss. You can hold over the weekend you can trade whenever you want you can use eas all of that stuff is permissible when trading with blue guardian these things the guardian protector no restrictions are things that make traders like me feel confident in working with the prop firm ladies and gentlemen if you're interested in getting started with my recommended prop firm blue guardian click the link in the description and use coupon code new trader one to get 10 off your next challenge today again that's coupon code new trader the number one to get 10 off your next prop firm challenge with blue guardian today
0: so, so oh, let me give you a, a better example so you guys will really know what it took to be uncle p i'll never forget and this is a shame to say but i remember one of the worst periods was when we went to the movie theater we're sitting in a movie theater and you know it's dark in a movie theater because you're supposed to be watching a movie and you know they turned they had their little commercials you know to tell you to turn your cell phone off right I put my phone on mute, but the whole time I wasn't, I couldn't even tell you what the movie was about. You wanna know why? Because I was sitting in some small trades and I'm sitting up there staring at those trades, panicking and watching the trades. And I'm the only fool in the movie theater and you see a bright light in the back corner because it's me with my phone out watching the charts instead of sitting there enjoying a movie with my woman. So when I tell you that I paid a price to be uncle P it was not cheap and it was expensive for her as well. And here's the deal. This is why I began super easy, super easy was really not supposed to even be in existence. It wasn't for anybody else. It really wasn't. for those that don't know what is super easy, Super Easy is the company I started back in 20. I started in 2018, really came on the scenes with it in 2019. Super Easy Forex, super It was never really supposed to actually be in existence. What I did was I began to wake up and realize why was I struggling so much in forex? And it was simply because just like a person who goes to drive a car at night, for an example, I, can, I don't need glasses during the day. I can drive all day long without glasses, but at nighttime, You don't want to be next to me if I ain't got no glasses on, (laughs) okay? Right? Why? Because my eyes need to see differently because the landscape is different. So I began to understand why I was struggling. It was because I couldn't see the charts the way everybody else did. So what I did was I went into designing indicators, not for people. It was for me. And I begin to say, okay, now I'm starting to get the hang of how the markets is moving, which I, well, we need to talk about that. I begin to understand how the markets begin to move, and as a result of that, I went to the drawing board and started hiring people to help design indicators for me. Mm. And then it went one step further, which is where, if you go to our site, super easy it says simple enough, your kids can do it. Where did that thought come from? It wasn't for people. It was because after I started using my own indicators and starting to get a little footing into the market, I then designed it to keep it color coded and simple for my children so I can leave a legacy. It was never supposed to be for people. However, word got out about it and the rest is history. So, for those who think that you know, hey, everybody who can't trade, they just designed it. This is why I don't. I tell you, boy. Listen on your journey. Whoever wants to complain about what you do, tell them I got two cheeks. You can kiss both of them. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> because they have no idea what you are working on. They have no idea about your journey and the sacrifices. They have no idea about your history. They don't know what you do. So they come out and they just start making mouthing statements and they they don't have a clue. Super easy was never supposed to be in existence. Furthermore, after I did start the company, I was trying to do it to give it to my kids and I say, "Hey, why don't y'all start this?" and da da da. And I told them how to do it, but you know, they're, they're, they're my children. I love them, but you can't. I don't want to force anything on them because you know I was just trying to leave a legacy for them. Hey, so I ended up saying, "Okay, I'll just start it myself," and that's where Super Easy Forks came from—the foundation of it.
1: Wow. So tell me this: right, you are not seeing the market the way that the other people in this. Mentorship RC in the market. You're obviously yeah. at a place that I truly relate to where you want it so bad. It's not that you're a bad husband. It's not that you don't love your wife. You just want a better future, so bad for your family that you're all yes. in. You're all yes. in. Yes. You're dealing with these things. When when did you get to the point where you're starting to get the aha moment? So so what made you say, Let me design or hire some people to help me build some indicators. Like what started that thinking to take place? How did you go from not understanding to, okay, let me take control of this because my personal life is 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 really non-existent because my focus is always on trading. I don't understand what's going on here. What got you to that point?
0: Okay, good question. I love the question. So here's the deal. And this is going to lead into something extremely important. How many times do retail traders go on YouTube videos and they see a, a little strategy here or there They try to apply it and they still fall flat on their back?
1: All the time. That was people- my
0: story. All, All the time. Yeah. OK, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. The problem was. None of the strategies that I was taught or learned really had a problem. The problem was, was that I did not understand who I was applying it to. Let me give you an example. I told you I went through a job experience where I went from multimillionaire to losing everything and literally was one week away from being homeless. If God did not intervene, me and my youngest daughter and son were going to be completely homeless. How could that have happened? Well, people do things to you and, you know, and I'll leave it at that. However, I had learned something important. I began to study about human behavior and about relationships. And, and not in a way where you go to college and learn the typical things they teach, you know, as far as human behavior. No, when you have gone through the flood, the flood and fire, when you have hit rock bottom, especially because of the things that people have done to you that you never thought, when you come out of that other side, you begin to monitor behavioral patterns differently, if you're wise. As a result of me studying behavioral patterns in people, I began to watch and study behavioral patterns in the markets. Mm. And I said, oh, my freaking God, I'll give you a better example. Come on. Okay. If you were to introduce me to your wife right now, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I would say hello. She would be friendly probably and say, hey, Uncle P and she'd be nice, right? Yes, you would. But if something happened, In five minutes after we are meeting, she'll still have that
1: polite face for me. But how long y'all been together? We've been together, including dating, probably like thirteen years. We've been married eight years. Oh, perfect, perfect. Watch this. Would you agree that if we
0: actually went out to lunch together, for an example? We can be conversating, but then all of a sudden she looks down on her phone, looks back up. She's still smiling, trying to be cordial to me, but she can have a certain facial expression and you'll know something's wrong.
1: Instantly. Would you agree? I agree. Instantly.
0: You would instantly know, correct? Correct. But what I know, no, because I don't know her like that. Yep. She still has the polite voice and the polite face, but I wouldn't know because what? Well, guess what? I don't know her intimate Behavioral patterns. You do, why? Because you spent more time with her. So you understand her patterns more. You want to know why people are failing in the retail space? I'll tell you why. Tell me because why. Because we're learning about strategies and indicators, but we're not stopping to understand the market's behavioral patterns itself. So watch this. The market can go in three different ways only. It can go in a trend direction, it can go in a reversal, or it can consolidate. Would you agree? A thousand percent. Okay, here's the problem. On what days does the market trend almost only? On what days do the market actually only typically reverse? What time of day? Because it has a weekly pattern and it also have a daily pattern. So that means that if you teach me your strategy and it's a trend trading strategy, but the market itself is trying to reverse, no wonder the strategy didn't work. It wasn't that the strategy or the indicators was wrong. It was that I was using the right thing at the what?
1: Wrong time. (laughs) Come on, Jesus. This Let's is a- go. Super E's 4 baby. Uncle P is in the building. Keep going. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man.
0: This is the... And nobody... I don't care if you like me or don't like me. Nobody can debate the fact that I got some sense on what I'm telling you. Because this is where the big institutions understand market conditions. I had so many people in the beginning who was just, just outrageously going off on me. Saying, Uncle P, I was telling them you need to pay attention to fundamentals before you start. No, I don't need no fundamentals, just price action. Price action is king. I, as I teach my students, I said, No, the market is reacting to something which is causing the price to react. So when you say price action, I said, Technically, it's reversed. It's you need to take action on the price. I said, here's the deal. If I was sitting in a room with banks and institutions and I was speaking to a large audience of banks and institutions, watch this, watch this. I ask this to my students all the time and not one person disagreed. I said, if I was speaking to a room of banks and institutions and I said, okay, we need to look at the fundamentals to make sure what's going on in the market, the global marketplace, I said, how many of those would disagree with me? How many do you think? If I was sitting with banks and institutions, how many would disagree? Probably none. None. Nobody. They would all agree. Yeah, you need to know about fundamentals first. I said, if I went into that room and I told the banks and institutions, oh, don't worry about that fundamental stuff. Guess what? You know what? All your analysts, which is what they hire analysts to analyze market conditions feed it back to the leaders, and then they take action on the price. I said, if I told them, fire all your analysts, man, you don't need no no fundamentals, man. Just do price action only. I said, how many banks and institutions do you think do that? And yet we got this strategy called beat the market maker? How are you going to beat the market maker when this is what they do? They check for news first. To see what's going to push the market. Then they take action on the price. See, they're learning the behavioral patterns of the market first, and then they find a strategy to apply to the technicals, not the other way around. And nobody is hardly teaching this. That is why the retail traders are flunking and failing. No matter how many trading systems they get, no matter how many EAs they use, no matter what strategy they're getting, it's because you're applying something in a condition you don't understand. It's like a person who wants to wear shorts in the rain, but they want a real raincoat when it's 100 degrees outside. You're backwards because you don't understand the weather. You're confused. Come on. <laughs> Jesus, I wish I was I had me hey. back in the years ago. I would have saved myself tons of years of pain. But it wasn't, if it wasn't for me studying human behavior, I never would have stopped to understand that the markets had a behavioral pattern too. Mm. And it was I didn't know it. Yeah. And no wonder. I can go back and take several of the strategies that I was taught and now apply them because I know when to apply them. Let me give you a better example. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that most retail traders trade way too much?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know why? Because they don't know when to stop. And they're digging themselves a deeper hole because they keep on trying and trying and trying. Like I did. I ain't stepping on their toes. I'm telling you what I did. That's how I can identify with them. I was doing the same thing because I thought the more I trade, just more, 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 more. And that's where the trap of the market the market addiction come in because now you're losing money. Now you got to try more, more, more. When in essence, the professional traders do... Let me ask you this. Stop. Hold on. Slow, slow, slow. Do you think professional traders trade a lot?
1: No. No.
0: What? So the retail traders trade a lot, but, but but don't make no money. But the professional traders trade
1: a little, but they make a lot of money. So my answer to that question would be compared to the average retail trader that's like me, Right. I think Mm -hmm. they don't trade as much, but if we're, but okay. When you say professional, you're talking institutions, right? Yeah. Or anybody who you know, who's successful. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the people I know, like they trade maybe once or twice a week, if that, but institutions I know because of the cycle of accumulation and distribution, they're always trading. If we talk institutions, here's my point. Mm -hmm. The retail trader
0: takes 10, 20 trades a day. And then at the end of the week, they are emotionally, Exhausted. And at the end of the day, they have nothing to show for all the effort that they did. They spent all weekend long marking up their charts, pulling out these indicators, testing out this and that, back testing and this and that, to 20, 30 trades in the week. And in the end, they lost everything and they're still frustrated. Would you agree
1: to that? Absolutely. I mean, that's the story. I relate to that. I know that. I feel that. <laughs> you don't know why? Because until you learn,
0: when the market is making certain moves, if, for an example, I'll give you an example. There's a term called midweek reversal. Right? I've heard midweek. Of it. Reversal. Okay, mm-hmm. that term is therefore a reason because until midweek. If you're a reversal trader, which means you're trying to call the tops and bottoms of the market, which is the average move that the retail trader does. If the retail trader is a reversal trader, trying to call the tops and bottoms, supply and demand zones, trying to get it to that supply zone or the demand zone, blah, 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 you know, support and resistance levels. And so you're trying to mark them up so that you'll know when to get in when the market is about to reverse. Okay. If you know that the market is going to be in the mood of reversing only midweek, Then ask me this. Why are we trading reversals on Sundays and Mondays?
1: (laughs) No discipline. (laughs) That's all I can say for myself. No discipline. But
0: it's also we're not being educated. Yeah, we're not. We're not being educated. These are natural understandings on higher levels. But to the average retail trader, they're just so quick to get to indicators and strategies. They're not being taught the condition of the market itself. I can get the best outfit, but wouldn't it be wise for me to check the weather before I step outside? I don't know if you can hear, but guess what? As we speak, there's a thunderstorm and rain coming here. So I can go get me a nice outfit with a silk shirt and everything else, a silk tank top or, you know, whatever. Sexy, I can have a Gucci, Lucci or whatever. But is it wise for me to wear it outside right now when there's a rainstorm coming by? Not at all. But this is what we do as retail traders we keep wearing or trading at the wrong time. So if you are going to be a reversal trader and there's a term called mid-week reversal, then that means you have to sit on your hands and do nothing until mid-week when the market is into in the mood to go in that direction. So if it's mid-week and it's reversing, what is it telling you about the beginning of the week? It's trying to stay in the trend. The trend is your friend, right?
1: That's what they say. No, it ain't. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've always heard. And hey, it's never failed me. If
0: the trend was your friend, then everybody would win. That's my statement. If the trend was your friend, then everybody would win. Well, the truth of the matter is the trend is your friend. And this because I just released my new system called the Ocean Wave Trading System. It is strictly about trading with the trend. But the key is the trend is your friend if you know when When to get
1: get in. I already (laughs) do. That's it. That's it. Because if it's gone, you might want to sit back. What's up traders? It's your boy Calvin here. Listen, I want to share something with you that has completely revolutionized my trading. That's right. There is a software called TraderEdge.app that has completely given me confidence in my trading strategy. Now, maybe if you're like me, you've dealt with looking for a big move or expecting a big move on your currency pairs that you trade. And when you see the entry, you fail to get in because you have some type of psychological error that tells you not to get in. And because you don't get in, you miss out on this big move that you knew was gonna happen, or maybe you get into trades and you know that price is gonna hit a certain take profit, But instead of holding the trade, you get out because of fear and because of different emotions that pop up once you're in the trade. All of these have to do with the lack of backtesting. Having a lack of confidence in your strategy, having a lack of confidence in our strategies, it produces these psychological errors when we get into trades. So we poorly manage trades and we end up getting out too early or not even taking the trade at all because we are simply in a place of confusion and we don't have enough confidence. But there's a solution to this, and that is traderedge.app so i use this software as I did my back testing. So I start back testing the normal way that I do on TradingView. I use a replay tool. I go back into past history, past data, and I go candlestick by candlestick using the replay tool. And I look for my entry setup and I use my position tool. Hey, I'm gonna get in here, my stop loss is gonna be here, my take profit is gonna be there. And basically I let the trade play out by using a replay tool and I see if it's a winner or a loser. But now with traderedge.app, I'm able to take my wins, take my losses, and put them into their system and their system now makes back testing super easy, super convenient, and it gives me the analytical data that helps me build confidence in my strategy. So once I enter the data into the system, the system produces all of this great data that I can now use to build my confidence so that when I see a setup in the live market, I have the confidence to hold it and I have the confidence to take the trade to the designated take profit area. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in checking out Trader Edge, the software that has helped me build so much more confidence in my trading strategy. Check out the link in the description and get started with your seven-day free trial today.
0: So, talking about that, so therefore, if the market is going into the a trending direction, but you have a reversal strategy, how many times do people blow up their accounts on Sundays and Mondays? All a the lot, time.
1: A lot. Yeah.
0: So by the time Midweek comes and they're a person who like to trade the supply and demand zones, the support levels and the resistance levels, which is reversal trading. By the time midweek shows up, they have nothing left in their account. Why? Because you were trading a reversal strategy at the time when the market wanted to continue in its trend. Do you see why understanding market conditions becomes primarily first, its behavior comes first, and then you come with your strategy? you see? This is why I started teaching classes, which I've been doing, teaching my classes to my students who purchased the simplicity system. I've been teaching classes for years, free classes every week. I've never charged an extra dime. All I asked them to do was purchase the trading system so that when you come to class and you I'm on my charts because I do a Zoom with my students. And I pull up the charts. We need to be on the same page with the same charts, because if you're using the don't you channels or you're using the Elliott wave theory, but we're using this so that we can visually see the markets together. I can't teach you. That's equivalent to you going to the university of Miami, which they did reach out and, and wanted to want me to help them on a project um, a while ago. Um, imagine that black guy with a baseball hat. Come you're
1: on. Gonna- oh, I'm happy you mentioned that. That's where I want to go next, right? I want to go there. If you look at us, right? Mm -hmm. Two black men, Mm -hmm. and you see us somewhere, me and you walking down the street, right? Mm -hmm. We don't look like Wall Street. We don't look like the industry that we're in. Vice versa. It can be, we can be two white men, baseball cap. Walking down the street, jeans, you know, got our jewelry on, all that stuff. We still don't look like Wall Street. We still don't look like the industry that we're in. What are some of the responses that you get when you're banking, when you're making purchases, when you and your wife are out and you're experiencing the best of every amenity and people ask you, sir, what do you do? What type of responses do you get when you tell them what you do in this market?
0: <laughs> Hence the deal. I've learned, I've learned to be humble with my approach. Let me tell you why. Um, I'll never forget this. Uh, and, and I got accused of, Oh, he must not be doing anything. He must be this, that, that, and this. And they didn't understand what's happened. But my students did the ones who were with me for years. They actually, this actually happened in class. Um, years ago when I was teaching. I don't care. Remember, Let me ask you a question first. So, I really like that they don't know much about me until they actually have a conversation. They find out what I do, what I know, and what I understand. Then i will be like, oh, my God. You know, like I tell my students all the time, I'm just a black guy with a baseball cap. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with that. I don't need to. I don't have a need to be recognized. For this and that. I used to, but I don't need to. And one of the things that happened, okay, and I'm talking to anybody who's going to ever reach a certain level of success, be very careful. I'll never forget. There was a person who literally signed up, but they were crazy. They were crazy. And they came into the class, and the class is recorded. I still, still in the historical data and in, in our historical records in our private telegram group. This person was crazy. They went off in the class and was going crazy, going crazy. Then they sent a message to me saying that I'm gonna uh, what do they that hijack? I always forget that term when they try to uh take over your company and ransom. Mm-hmm. He tried to threaten to destroy my company if I didn't pay him thousands of dollars. Wow! And my wife. When we found out, because I had to call the police, it really got, and I'm not going to go into details, but it really got out of hand. And come to find out, the person stayed in the same state and city we lived in. Wow. And that shook my wife up. And my wife is really low-key anyway, but when that happened, that really shook her up. And so from that day, I learned to be quiet about what I actually own. That's the reason why you see a lot of videos with the younger, younger groups, which I have zero problem with, you know. Um, but you see them where they flash in their cars and this and that, which is cool. That's great for them. But you don't see me, who's a little bit older and more experienced. You don't see that. Why? Because I realized that not everybody is going to be your fan. And so therefore, at any given time, somebody can have seen your video of all that you were showing off about, and then you out in public and they can. Come up and do some harm to you. So when it shook my wife up, she told me, "Hey, just just never expose much about us." Let's, so that's the reason why when you see my videos, it's primarily I don't hardly ever. I will every once in a while, but I hardly ever show anything that I have. That's the reason why I do that. So when you say, "When how do people approach me as a black man?" and I'm okay with them not recognizing me. I don't need it. I just let me tell help you with this. When you learn who you are you don't need much validation from others does that make sense to you
1: it makes a lot of sense
0: when my wife and my children and the lord my god knows who uncle p is i appreciate the others who know me or appreciate what i'm trying to do to help the community but if they don't i'm okay with that too I have nothing to prove to anybody. I had the big houses, the 7,000. At one point, I had a 7,000-square-foot house, and then I had a 4,500-square-foot house, and then I had a 2,200-square-foot house, all of them within 10 minutes apart from each other. Who does that? (laughs) (laughs) And I stayed around the corner from football players like Deion Sanders and all the rest. I had all that, buying new cars every year, this and that. In my custom-built home, which I designed at one point, I had a shoe room. That was that held three hundred pairs of shoes. Mm. You hear what I'm saying? I had all that, so it's not important for me to prove myself at this point. At this point, I'm more concerned about what is my impact, God. What can I do to change a life? So that's the reason why you don't see me too flamboyant.
1: I ain't saying I won't do it because I do like nice stuff. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know you do. (laughs) I know you do. I done seen some things now. I know you do. And I know you like to travel. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I just won't show it on every video because guess what? I want you to see the content and the education I'm giving because guess what? Let me give you an example. I can show you all this stuff. Okay, I can flash jewelry. I can, you know, I can do all this. But at the end of the day, it makes you envious of my success, but I never gave back to you to show you how to do it too. Yeah. Does it make sense? It makes,
1: it makes my sense. my goal at
0: this stage in my life is to show you methods on how to get there. And I'm still not there. I don't never consider myself there. I tell my students all the time. I'm just a few steps ahead of you in class. Just trying to come back as a tutor to help you. I will never consider myself uh, uh, a, a, a I finally made it. I'm always a student of this market. That's why I follow people like you and others on the channel. I'm a student of the game. I just come back and try to tell people what I learned so that they can, you know, kind of help them on their pathway to make it easier than the one that I went through. Imagine going three to four years and you've done nothing and yet you still didn't quit.
1: Yeah. That's treacherous. Mm. So tell me this, right? You get to a point and walk me through this, right? You get these okay. indicators built. Okay you were struggling, a lot of things going on. How did you overcome what you were going through? Being in the market all the time, not having that, that life trade balance, right? How did you get from that version of Uncle P, then finding out all of this information about the market, getting those indicators made to actually being profitable at this? And what was the response from your wife? To watch you, to see your dedication, right? How did all of that stuff play out? The triumph part.
0: Yeah. Too many tears, brother. Too many tears and much suffering, to be honest with you. Um, as a matter of fact, I was talking with somebody the other day and um two days ago, actually yesterday, I was I met somebody uh and uh, at a business place and we were talking. And I say quite often, by the time you actually make it to a certain level, you're so tired until making it doesn't really hold that much relevance like you thought it would. Because the cost of the journey to get there was so treacherous, which is why I do what I do. I don't want people going through the journey that I went through. But I will say this. I remember my wife, um, I was working at this particular medical company as a medical salesperson doing, you know, medical sales. And I was trading, but I was still you know, working at this company. And I remember one day they came in and they said, well, we're going to change the the commission structure and this and that. And I was one of the top sales guys there, still trading. And I was, even while I was there, I was trading. Then I became popular at that job and people were coming to my desk and I was teaching them how to trade. Didn't even have Super Easy in place. But the company came and said, we're changing the commission structure and da, 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 da. And I left that meeting after prayer I called my wife up and I said, you know what, babe, I think this is it. I need to leave. Watch this. I went in and talked to my managers and they was trying to keep me to stay because, you know, they love me there. I pulled out my phone and showed them how much I had made in trading that day. And they said, well, good luck. They had to let me go because I was doing better in trades than what they were going to be paying me. Now, at that point, my wife and I, said, it's okay. I said, she said, yeah, i give you my blessing. You worked hard. Go ahead and leave. And on that day, I gave my two-week notice, and I was still faithful for two weeks. You know how some people, they give two-week notice, and they act all snotty? Because I knew I was there. No matter where God puts me, I want to be faithful. So I was faithful for the last two weeks, and I did what I was supposed to do. Everybody happy, and I'm still cool with the managers. except I, you know, and da-da-da-da. So that's when I left, okay? That's when I left, and I never looked back. Does that make sense?
1: That makes sense. Makes sense to me.
0: So here's the deal. One other thing as far as success and making it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Very important. Remember I told you about, and this is to help you guys with relationships for those who, because this fork journey can tear your relationship apart. Okay. We always talk about how to get there. That's cool. You'll make it. You'll make it. Just stick to, just stick to whatever and you'll make it. But here's the point. I sat my wife down and we had a discussion and I had this one. This makes all the difference, dear brother. Okay, watch this. I had a discussion with her. Because So many traders come in and they start demanding allegiance. I'm going to be a full-time Forks trader demanding allegiance for their significant other. That's an absolute no-no recipe for a breakup or a divorce. The wise thing that I did was I sat my wife down and we had a discussion. What is it that you want to do? So the, I'm also, while you're supporting my dream of, of me being an absentee husband trying to figure this thing out, but what is your dream? <laughs> and she began to tell me what she wanted to do. And she said, I want to write books and this and that. She's a brilliant woman. She's I'm, look, I'm in her office now. That's why her office looked better than mine. So I got mine as a dude office, right? She got the bookshelves <laughs> and, the, you know, she's educated. So she graduated from Xavier University. She also graduated from Texas A&M. She's a smart woman. But she said, I want to... Re- I want to quit my job and I want to write books. So I made it my goal to succeed in this business so that I could retire her because I said, I'll take care of that. And I did. I kept my promise and I was able to retire her from her job because her goal was as important as mine. So when you say what is success, it was me being able to keep a promise to a woman who had to sacrifice so much while I was on this journey. Called the Forex market. Mm. That's more success to me.
1: I love it, man. I love it. So tell me this, right? We live in a day and age where we have these things called prop firms. All right. Mm. What is your take, Uncle P? Um I take it on your journey, you were putting your money in and trading your <laughs> money. What is <laughs> your take of what's taking place right now with prop firms? What do you recommend to your mentees, your students, when they're just starting to get consistency with the approach and understanding how the market moves and understanding when to get in and that discipline? Talk to us about that getting started with actually trading.
0: So, when it comes to prop firms, number one, let me say this very plainly there's almost never a week where some company And there have been some large name brand companies. If I say them, they're global companies. And then you have the smaller ones who reach out to me almost on a weekly, bi-weekly basis, wanting me to partner with them. And I always say no, always. So when it came to prop firms, I think that the prop firm arena itself, if you can find a reputable one that you did your research and so forth and they didn't have paid reviews, Okay. Stuff like that. But if you can find one who's been around for a very long time, they, you know, and so forth and so forth, I think the wise thing to do is have one account where you trade your own money and then another account, which is a prop firm. So if something happens with that prop firm, guess what? You're still building your own nest egg anyway that cannot be touched. Okay. So I'm not against prop firms. I just think that let's not be sold on. You know, which one has the lowest cost to enter? You know, which one is this? Yeah, just because they low cost, it could be for a reason. Matter of fact, on Wednesday, because I teach my classes on Wednesday, which, by the way, let me throw this out. Let me throw this out. OK, all right. I used to only teach my classes to my students who were paid. Uh, who paid to purchase the book or, you know, like a college book, well, purchase the Simplicity system. But um, one of my staff, well, um, or, or not staff, but I, I don't call them staff, but one of my partners in this business, who Mr. Elvis, who provide for our signal service, Miss Jenny and Mr. Elvis, they provide for our signal service. He said, why don't you just open it up to the public? They need to learn what you're teaching. And so as of last Wednesday, and this is for your listeners, as of Wednesday, I decided I'm going every week, whether you have our system or not, come to come to my class. It's free. I won't even charge you. Just come in class and I will teach you. I'll teach you what I know. Just ask questions, right? But here's the point. As I told them in there, I talked about this uh, because I know uh, my forex funds, I think it's the one that just went down. Then there was some news that came out on Surge Trader about some particular situation with that. And I told them, I said, if this is true, I said, where do you think they're getting all these millions of dollars from? From the retail trader. I said, so spend money on education versus rushing out and trying to go to these prop firms who may take advantage of you. Mm. So just be careful because they're making millions of dollars off of you, the retail traders, not from banks and institutions. It's coming from us, from the retail traders as a family. We all, whether you like me or not, we're all in the same family, we're retail traders. They're making all these millions of dollars off of us. So don't be in a rush at the low cost entry fees and the discounts they keep emailing to you. Do your due diligence to make sure that they're worthy of your time and cost. Because if you're not, you can be disappointed that you work so hard only for a situation like what's happening with my forex ones, which I don't think they're going to come back. And I think those who did build up an account saying, oh, I'm going to have a nice withdrawal to pay my bills with and everything else, I don't think you're going to get your money. So I think this is why I don't endorse companies. Now, I'm not against it for those who do. I'm not against it, but it's just that. I don't feel comfortable because years ago I got burned by doing that. So it's a personal preference. So it's not, I'm against it. Um, I think it's a great idea. It's just a personal preference for me. So nothing, no shade on that. I'm just afraid to do it, brother. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is just make sure that you're doing your homework because it's better for you to pay an extra $50 with a reputable company than to go out with one that just came out and they're, you know they just trying to get people in and they create this ponzi scheme you know yeah. uh and and you the low man on the totem pole so if they get shut down guess what you didn't get your money yeah so i would just trade my regular account and then have a
1: prop firm account that's what i would do i love it talk to me about risk management how important is risk management as oh a trader God. you know this I'm, I'm so glad you
0: asked that question i was praying yesterday the other day, and and God gave me such a simple way of thinking about it, okay? And this is more for people, since people are migrating to prop firms, okay? Here's a simple way of looking at it. If you open up a $25,000 account, typically you shouldn't be risking no more than about a 1% per trade, and you shouldn't be in no more than about two, three, maybe max four trades at a At a time. That's one of the ways to make absolutely certain that you won't blow out, which is where most retail traders. Would you agree most retail traders? It's not that they're not good. It's just that they get too happy over a trade and then that that trade goes wrong and they end up blowing their account because they got excited. Would you agree?
1: I would a thousand percent agree.
0: Okay, I always teach my students a rule. Never trust a trade. A hundred percent. Hmm. Never trust a trade. When I had my biggest blowouts on accounts, it was simply because the setup looked so perfect, and that was the one that got me. Mm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm gonna tell <laughs> you the truth, bro. I went through all the fires. So here's the here's the blessing though. If you have a twenty five thousand dollar account, now this is not you can you can take this as as just. Either do 1% or if you're just one of those people, because once you open up a prop firm account, you quickly trying to get through the stages to pass it. So all of a sudden, ooh, God, this is so good. Watch this. Mm-hmm. There's a verse in the Bible I teach my students about all the time. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, the principles is true. It says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now, it's not talking about the heart beating in your chest. The word heart in that matter means there will your emotional state be. That's the reason why some people can do extremely well on a demo account. As a matter of fact, how many times have people taken a trade on a demo account, come back next week, and the thing is massively successful? Why? <laughs> they forgot all about it and left it alone. Yep. They take another trade with a live account, and they're watching their phone every three seconds. Why? Because that Bible scripture was true. Where your treasury is, you automatically turned on a, high, a hyperactive emotional state because now your money, real money, is at risk. Okay. The one way to help with that is put less money on the trade so that you really don't care whether it wins or loses, which is exactly what professional traders do. You hear them say, I only risk one, two, or 3% of my account. Don't you hear that all the time?
1: I hear that all the time.
0: Okay. But you don't hear that from retail traders, they put in 25%. 35, 40, 50 percent on one trade because they're trying to hurry up and flip it, which is why the prop firms are having so much massive millions of dollars pouring in. People blow the account. Then they come back and try to test again. And the problem is you keep trusting the setup 100 percent, not understanding that some trades, no matter how perfect they are, a news event or anything can come out and boom, that thing can go wrong matter of fact, it just happened this morning on CAD. Check your charts and you see on the CAD pairs. That shot up like a rocket, mm. okay? Rocket. Why? It wasn't that the setups were wrong. It was a news event came out. And if you were on the wrong side of that thing, you just blew your account because you failed at risk management. So here's the deal. Another way you can do it, especially if you're going to trade just one or two trades at a time mm-hmm. on the profit firm, here's a good way. You open a $25,000 account, only trade with 025 25 cents, quarter a lot. You open up a $50,000 account, only trade with a half a lot. You open up a $100,000 account, only trade with a standard lot. So that's a simple equation to say, okay, here's how I can keep my emotions in check because here's the reason why I say that's a problem. We know that 1% risk is always good, but there's something in the back of your head saying, I'm not passing fast enough. Would you agree? Totally. People who have, this has always been a problem in the retail space. Even if you're winning consistently with a strategy, but you only have a hundred dollar account, so you're using one percent, which is a penny, you know, a penny position. Even if you had a whole winning week, you go back and you look at your totals. And you say, "Yeah, but I ain't make no money." So what do they do the next week? Over leverage? Yeah. You- <laughs> that, that's my story.
1: That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> Brother,
0: I know us. Brother, I know us. This is kin folk talk here. All retail trade. I don't care if you're in Mexico, China, whatever, Japanese. When it comes to this retail space, we all kin folk. We all think the same way. This is why your brokers and these prop firms are making so much money off of us. It's not because we're not good at trading. It was we have a hard time controlling our emotional state. When it comes to our real money, which is why I teach my students about that scripture. You cannot evade it because this is how we're made. We get concerned. Brother, me and you were cool right now. We having a great conversation. But if you found out that I hacked your account for a thousand dollars, will we be having this happy go lucky conversation?
1: It'll be a totally different conversation. Yes. (laughs) With a whole different vibe and a whole bunch of different type of energy. <laughs> you know why? Because when I started messing with your money,
0: your emotional state towards me instantly changed. Mm. And so when we start trading these accounts with real money or a prop firm, which means I had to pay to get into this thing, I want to hurry up and win so I can start seeing some returns, see how the emotional state kicks in. And that is why the average retail trader is constantly blowing accounts, because we're trying to go way too, what, fast.
1: fast. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. So good. So good. So tell me this, Uncle P. What is your approach now in the market? How often are you trading? How many different currency pairs are you looking at? Give us a walkthrough of what a, a week looks like for Uncle P starting with Sunday before the market opens. All right. Let me give you guys a tip. Anybody who
0: has been following me on YouTube for any length of time, I even did live videos to show you this. Don't you ever again, if you get nothing from me out of this interview, again, watching behavioral patterns in the markets, the first hour of the trading day, I bet not ever see you touch those charts. It is called amateur hour. I have learned this. Listen, I'll leave that alone. That's another another time. The fact is in the markets at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, when the markets open, the brokers are going to kick yo behind, not the market, your own brokers. I don't care how professional they are. What they do is they open up the spreads. So if you're trading a normal pair that maybe have a three or four pip, you know, that they charge you to enter the trade, they balloon that thing up to 15 and 20 pips. Okay. Which is why people who have this next day, soon as the noon trading day starts, I got a new seed. This is where it left off, so I know it's gonna continue. And they hop in at 5 AM Eastern Standard, they get getting their behinds toe up every time. And they'd be like, What happened? The market didn't move much. Nope, it was the broker open spread. So here's my point. During the first hour of the trading day, I can care less. On now, and by the way, again, you can go see my new trading system, which we just released this week is called OceanWaveTrade.com, OceanWaveTrade.com. I understand that the markets on the beginning of the week is trying to only go primarily in the direction of the trend. And if that's the case, I only want to use a trading system that's going to show me entries for the trend. So for me personally. I only start looking at the markets around 9.30 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, why do I do that? Because watch this. Your broker closed down on Friday. That means anything that was happening, the currency market is always a 24 hour market, but your broker don't give you 24 hour access. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yep. And that's why we see gaps in the market. You got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so watch this. So, what happens is at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, when the market first opened, the first market that gets to react to anything and everything that happened over the weekend when you didn't have access to it is the Australian markets. Okay, then after that, you have the Asian session, which is where the Japanese market gets to react to everything that happened over the weekend. So, that's the reason why for the average retail trader, they should not be even touching the charts on Sunday. Because you got all these different markets who have to react to all the news that was happening over the weekend. So you got the Australian market that comes out first. Then you got the Japanese market. Who comes after that? The Frankfurt market, which most people don't even know exists. It comes out opens up one hour before London. Then you have the London market that opens. And then on Monday morning, you have the US market. Now all of those markets have done their reaction to all that news that happened over the weekend. That's why so many retail traders are blowing accounts on Sundays and Mondays. That's the reason why. Now, if you're going to trade such as I will, if I see something worthy of my time, I'm only going to look after the Japanese market has had its time to manipulate the markets and set it up for me. And then after that, I'll use my ocean wave trade system to trend trade and I'll hold those trades through Sunday and Monday because that's when the market wants to go into a trend, okay? That's why knowing when to, to get in on the trend, the trend is your friend only if you know when to get in. So I will trend trade, trend trade, trend trade up until around Tuesday. Tuesday, you'll still see it pushing the markets in the trend mostly, which you'll see, and I'll tell you this, at the time of this recording, you go check your own charts and you're going to see the USD JPY, the USD CAD, USD-Swiss, they all pushed up to the high. Then the Euro-USD, which I just snatched off about 35 pips before this interview. I closed them out, took my money and ran. GBP-USD, AUD-USD, all of those things, they went all the way down. Push, 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 trend, trend, trend. They were trending down until when? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Then you see they shot back up, reversed. So what I'm saying to you is on Sundays and Mondays, And some part of Tuesdays, I'm only going to look for trends. Then I'm going to stop looking for trends. And then on Wednesday and Thursdays, around 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is about two hours after London Open, I'm looking for reversal setups then. And then I'll be using my simplicity system to look for the reversals. Once the week starts all over again, I go through the same process. So here's my point, my dear brother. I ain't on the charts like I used to. I'm very specific on the times that I'm going to even go into that office and look for trades. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I'm very crisp now because I consider it a work schedule. Why? Because now I understand the movement of the market and there's no need. to listen, mm-hmm. anybody working a nine to five, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how we do just so everybody understand. OK, let's just say a person working at Burger King. Burger tells you, okay, we open up at 11, so I need you to be here at 10 to help open up and, and prep. But you keep showing up at 7 a.m. Wait a minute. Ain't something wrong there? Would you agree? Of course. <laughs> if you're supposed to be at work at 10, why you keep showing up at 7? We ain't even going to open the doors. So you keep sitting outside in your car for three hours? For what? For what? We're not going to open the doors until 10 a.m. So why you keep showing up? We're not going to pay you for this. And that's exactly how the retail trader keeps showing up to the markets. The markets ain't ready for your strategy. Why you keep showing up? Mm. Mm. Why, why? If you're doing a reversal strategy and get done, ain't going to really do reversals until midweek, why you keep showing up to the charts on Sunday and Monday? Why do you keep
1: coming to work early? <laughs> Come on, man. So tell me this, Uncle P. How many currency pairs do you trade?
0: anyone that shows availability to the strategy I'm looking for. See, I'm not married. That's another thing I'm not. I'm not married to any given pair because, because when you get married to a pair, and then some people are, and they're good at it. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Like my son, my son, I taught him how to trade and he loves trading gold and gold only. So if you are good at that, Cool. As long as you know when it acts a certain way, you can't force a trade. You got to stay out of it. So, as long as you got that discipline, that's cool. Unfortunately for me, I don't have that discipline. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just being transparent. Yeah. So, therefore, I'm not married to a pair. I look for an opportunity. And when I see that a pair is presenting the setup that I'm looking for, then that is the
1: one I would take. I love it. So, I trade any of them, I'm an equal opportunity employer i love it and how many trades are you putting on per week on average on average it's
0: per day uh, it depends so so if i'm in trades um I try to stick to no more than two to three at a time okay so if it's currency pairs i try to be in maybe two or three currency pairs and maybe one indice at a time and the reason why you want to do that is because one of those may not work out right mm-hmm. and so therefore at least i have the other ones that are but if you're in way too many at one time The other problem is you don't really know whether your strategy is effective or not because some of them are winning, some of them ain't. So you're on this perpetual wheel. But when you reduce the number of trades you're taking, you can really document behavioral patterns, success rates, which pairs actually function the best, which ones don't. For an example, out of all the pairs that's out there, the one that I don't like, and I I teach this to my students, the one I don't like the most until we started using this new system, the one I hated the most, especially for reversals, it's the Swiss, the Mm. CHF.
1: Mm.
0: You know why? You want to know why? Yeah, tell me, of course. That thing kills people's accounts. You know why? I call it the sneaky pair. If you look at your news events, which I like to use my FX book or whatever you want, and I always do Sunday videos for the public, tune into my channel, Super Easy Forex on YouTube. Every Sunday I do a video and I actually tell you the news events. I'm looking up and paying attention to for the week ahead. So that I'm aware that if I'm trading on this day, here's the pairs that I may not want to trade because they have a big news event, right? The Swiss hardly ever comes out with news and yet it makes, boom, big news, big moves, big, big, big moves, the so spike, pow, 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 pow. and you go check news and you don't even see nothing. So I don't trust it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. So how do I know that? Because I've blown so many trades, and I document it, which is another thing retail traders don't do. They never, they don't journal their trades to keep track. But when you document your trades, you begin to see behavioral patterns with even certain pairs. And you say, whoa, well, maybe I can increase my win rate by staying away from this pair.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So the Swiss is number one. I don't really like it until, unless I'm trend trading with it. It's an excellent pair for trend trading. Horrible pair for reverses. Okay. That's a little tip for your listeners. Mm. Horrible pair for Trend for a horrible pair for reversals, but a lovely money making machine for trend trading. Check CHFJPY. And I showed my students using the new system, the Oceanway Trade System, and I showed it to them. And they said that they had been running up straight up the hill for months. So anybody who was trying to catch the tops and bottoms kept losing all their money. Now, here's another pair. I don't, I'm, I will trade it, but it's not my favorite. And that's the Euro and the USD. Okay. Any of the euro pairs and the USD pairs, I'm very careful how I trade those. You want to know why? Tell me. When you go through your weekly news events and you start checking for fundamentals, you'll begin to see a pattern. What is the pattern? The USD and the euro comes out with the most news. That's facts. And guess what pairs that people like to trade? Those two pairs. Okay? No matter what combination, I'm not just talking about Euro USD. I'm talking about USD, JPY, uh Euro, you know, CAD or whatever. Those Euro and the J and the USD, it comes up with the most news of all the pairs out there to trade. So therefore, the likelihood of you catching a trade, which had the right setup, everything looks good, but it spiked against you, it wasn't due to, and this is why I'm always encouraging traders, some of this has nothing to do with your setup, loved one. So when you constantly say, well, what did I do wrong? Nothing, loved one. What happens is you're forgetting what industry you're in. You are in the industry of trading world currencies, so that means there may have been something that happened in Europe that you were unaware of. Mm. And all of a sudden, it infected the euro market. And you just happen to have entered that trade about 30 minutes ago. Mm. And you're wondering, is it my strategy? See, this is why education is important, because now you don't have to self deprecate Let me say this to you. Mm-hmm. Sorry for talking so much, but, man, this is so important. Come on. Truth be told. Truth be told, a lot of retail traders are dealing with depression because they entered into this market because they keep thinking that it's something that they did wrong, which is why they keep buying 50 indicators, 50 EAs, looking at every strategy in the book. And it seems like nothing is working for them. Mm. And they're trying so hard to change their family's life. And because you're not being taught this kind of information it's sinking you into depression because you're seeing money fleeing out. You're seeing that you're dedicated more time to this than you are to your family, to your job, to anything. The, the, the markets have become your God Mm. and yet you see no return on your investment and you wonder why. And so now this thing is breaking your heart, loved one. Mm. Get it. It happened to me too. This is why you have to have this kind of education that, which has, Nothing to do with a trading system, nothing to do with a strategy, but to learn the market itself. So that by the time you come back to the market, I understand your behavioral pattern, Mm. such as what I said about your wife. I don't know her like that. So if she gives a certain facial expression. That looks concerning to you. She still may have that certain smile to me and I wouldn't know. But if she has a certain facial expression or a certain eye expression, you know, it's a 911. You say, Uncle Pete, we need to cut this interview short. Why? Because you know her. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: That makes sense.
0: Once you begin to know the market itself, away from all strategies, away from all EAs, away from all indicators, away from all trading systems, once you understand the market itself and its behavioral patterns, the world will open up to you as far as how to approach it. And you'll know not to trace, trust the trade 100%. This is what I teach my students. Loved one, take the pressure off of you feeling like a failure. And that's a blessing I want to give to you. You're not a failure. You're just failing at something that you don't completely understand yet. Yeah. So for me, when I trade, the AUDs, the NZDs, and the JPYs is more of a favorable pair to me. Why? Because they give off good pips, but they don't come out with a lot of news. So I don't have to piss in my pants and panic and keep standing at my phone every 30 seconds as if that's going to make the trade do differently. It ain't. Why don't I just trade some more calm moving pairs where I can relax because they don't come out with so much news. The U.S. dollar comes out with news almost every single day. The euro come out with news almost every single day. So that's the reason why those pairs are more turbulent than the others.
1: Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense, my dear brother? It makes sense. Listen, y'all, <laughs> you're going to have to rewind this a couple of times because Uncle P He dropping some, listen, not only the trading stuff, but we're going deeper, deeper than just the trading. We're talking about the emotional, the relationship, everything. Make sure you rewind this. All right. Please do that. Now, (laughs) Uncle P. before we get out of here, I do want you to let us know where we can follow you on your journey and what you got going on that can help a new beginner and developing trader. Talk to us. Sure. Okay. So a
0: couple of things, just just so uh, we go. Again, the I am so excited about our new trading system. We, I have worked on this project for almost nine to 10 months, and I only sleep about two or three hours a day. So, again, hard work. Even when I'm building trading systems, I have to test it against everything, every situation in the markets. Then go back to the drawing board. I got staff. I got holders. I got Licenses. I got a, I have a full plethora of staff, okay? I love my staff, I've been working with them, I, but it's a long, hard project. But we finally released it, it's called the Ocean Wave Trading System. Once you see it, a matter of fact, I got a video on the site with 12 trades I took, so you can see exactly how it works. This thing is beautiful. Oh God, I love it, Ooh, love it. So oceanwavetrade.com, you can go to that website and you'll see that, okay? The other thing that we also do is I have a team for our signal service. Okay, and our signal service is just lovely. Uh, if you go to supereasyforex.com and click on the signal service, uh, join the signal service. We actually keep a track record of our signals that we sent out, so we, you can always see okay how well did they do. And that's my team with Mr. Elvis who sends out the signals. But then we also have Miss Jenny, the six-figure coach, where she has live classes twice a week. What am I trying to help you with? Everything we're doing, we're here in your face to help you. We're not hiding and just selling you something, and then we hide in the dark. No, we're here week after week helping you to learn. So she tra- she tre- trades completely different from me, which is what I want, because not everybody going to trade like me. So if you join our signal service, which by the way, we are running a $1,000 giveaway contest, so if you want to get in this right now, it's the best time to get in. So you're going to get signals from Mr. Elvis, and you're going to get to be able to attend classes twice a week with Miss Jenny, the six figure coach, and you're going to get her trading system. Okay. So you want to look that up. Um, so last but not least, again, follow me on my YouTube channel, super I post up videos about a lot of stuff that's going to help you guys, but in there is a link to my zoom classes. Like I said, from early on every Wednesday, whether you're a part of super easy or not, it's okay. We have finally opened it up to the public, so you can now come and attend my live sessions with me when I'm doing my Zoom classes. And you can actually, when I get done lecturing, we open up for Q&A, and you can actually talk directly to me, and we'll be looking at the charts So we can, if you say, hey, Uncle P," which they do, they say, Uncle P, can you look at GBPNZD and tell me what you think? We're, we're doing it live in class, so I'm here helping you, helping you with your journey, okay?
1: Ladies and gentlemen... This has been another amazing episode of the Forex Beginner Podcast. Special thanks to Uncle P for dropping so much knowledge. And you already know that I and Uncle P look forward to running into you at the bank one day. But you cannot meet us at the bank. You got to beat us there. When we pull up, you should already be walking out. Duffel bag on your shoulder. Big smile on your face. Because that's our way of saying that. We all are going to be successful. Till next time. God bless you. Take care. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.